If you could do anything with your life and money was no object, what would you do? Anything at all? When I was a kid, I used to play this video game for hours, Street Fighter 2. And I remember thinking, you know, people get paid to do this, to think of the game and to create the character. Like this is one character, Blanca. He's like half human and half lizard. <laughs> eat his opponent. Well, I mean, you know, he either zaps him with lightning or he bites her faces. It's pretty cool, huh? So you design video games? Nah. I kind of like to be Blanca. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker. Today we have on The Other, Alex. And last time we talked about a movie that was based on a video game, or a movie that was based on a book that was based on several video games, or something like that. And we all came to pretty much the same conclusion. We love gaming. Gaming is critical, it's important, and one of my favorite games growing up was Street Fighter. I mean, it had great characters, had a really great balance, it was immensely popular, and it was really important for gaming as a whole. Now, my favorite character was always Paul Phoenix. Like, he had the Phoenix Smasher, and he could just, like, punch anyone, Chris. like, as hard as you could. And, Chris. like, what, yeah? What? Chris, that's Tekken. Oh. Your favorite game is Tekken. Oh. Street Fighter is actually water trash for garbage babies. Oh, well, that's that's true. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not play a lot of Street Fighter growing up. I, I There were a couple arcades at a nearby pizza place, and it was fun. I remember I liked it. I liked the music and everything, but I was not very good at it. Yeah, I played it very sparingly. I remember everyone talked up Street Fighter Alpha 3. I got it for a birthday, played it for two days, and then went right back to Tekken 3. Exactly. Uh, Alex, do you game... I, I don't play fighter games. I don't fight female. much on streets. <laughs> <laughs> well, we for will fight older. for your I'm voice. I'm sorry, Alex. I prefer like games that are like The Sims. I like playing The Sims. I like to make families and Some I like them to make babies. wolf and gamer clothing. I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, before we go any further, uh, Parker, do you have any news? No, mercifully no. Okay. Really not? That's a shame. I got like a new news queue and everything. Uh, I don't have any so news either. Uh, let's do what we watched recently. Alex, do you have a couple movies you've watched recently? Not including the ones that uh, we saw. Oh, so, okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't get to talk about those, not, silly. <laughs> not, uh, I don't have any, I don't have any ones worth talking. I finally saw Pacific Rim. A one or two. A long time in coming. Wait, which um, one? First no, one? No, the, the first one. Yeah, I okay. haven't seen it. <laughs> And, um, it sure was a movie that was for people. I, I bet I would it would have done a lot better in the theaters, but I miss obviously I missed it in the theaters. Um, and a couple of weeks a couple of weeks back, and I'm going to talk about this, and you can't stop me. Uh, I got to see at a 
at a uh, music festival for uh, navel-gazing nerds, I got to see Dial M for Murder in 3D. All three dimensions were there, you guys, and it was brilliant. I did not think that a movie from 1954 would actually be any good in 3D, but it was. That's great. And, uh, I love apparently, Hitchcock. Yeah, it was supposed... It was filmed in 3D. Isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, like, it's pretty cool. The, the, the camera was like the size of a room. But he, the, he, he did one movie in 3D, and it was Dial M for Murder, and that moment when Grace Kelly's hand reaches out towards the camera is just the coolest fucking thing. But nobody told him that you're not supposed to have small items in the like way foreground if you're doing 3D otherwise it's extremely distracting to have to have like a conversation that's very tense going on between two people and suddenly liquor bottles just walking in front of your face. Well, I think we can forgive him. It was one of the earliest 3D movies. Oh yeah. All right. Totally. Uh, like, who's, who's going to tell else? Hitchcock? Who's going to who's going to tell Hitchcock that he can't do that? Um Mother. I, Only I, sweet mother could tell him no. Oh, buddy. Enough about that. Movie. Very regular director. I wonder. I wonder if he would get that symbolism. Do you think he'd understand it? I mean, it's a little esoteric, but <laughs> I think he would actually like that movie. Um, what else did I? Also, got to see Game Night in a completely empty theater. So what did you think of Game great. Night? Yeah. Um, the beginning of it, I was like, yeah, this is this is a this is a show for. This is a show for people that are completely normal and totally um, me. And then the sounds like me. Later, the more, the more, yeah, the more it got into it, the more I was like, this is actually kind of funny. And then the cop at the end with the, yeah, that was that was real good. Um, but for some reason, I thought the I thought one of the lead guys was um, the guy from um, Office Space the whole time, and it definitely wasn't. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Oops. Oops. I don't was Ron Livingston the whole time and it definitely was not oh well it was a good it was a good movie also one of my one of my uh, customers at, at my store actually looks like the cop from Game Night so oh, that's especially uh -oh. funny <laughs> Game Night gets so many bonus points for having the surprise, surprise villain reveal at the end nice. oh I know yeah it was and yes also, speaking oh. of him all I'm saying is gamers now on Hulu just throwing that out there. Okay. I love games, and I love Dexter. Parker. And I love uh, Dial M for Monkey. He, he sure does love movies about games. Yeah. I love gaming. <laughs> okay, Parker, which uh, Alfred Hitchcock movies did you watch this week? Well, I watched a little mystery thriller that you might call Don't Look Now. Swerve, I watched a real movie for adults. Whoa. Oh, shit. It's Cortana, exciting. what does Donald Sutherland eating a woman out look like? Oh, just watch it. Don't look now. Got it. Uh -huh. Yep. Yep. And that was Imagine a real sex scene too. Uh, like have uh, a real for actual. I mean, adult I wouldn't know. Sex. No, that actually like. uh, that wasn't it wasn't uh, unsimulated. What? Yeah. Uh, apparently, the director had to dispel those rumors. Everyone kept saying, "Yeah, they were actually fucking during the scene." The director's like, "No, no, I was just telling them to make it look like that." Wow, nobody told any of the movie magazines that have reported on that for, like, the last 30 years. Yeah, it was a really recent development. He was just like, no, uh, I never did that. So what they did... Fucking uh, liar! Should've <laughs> just kept the dream alive, man! So exactly. apparently what, what they were doing in the background board? here is, like, he was just... It was, like, their first day of shooting, and he gave them champagne to, like, calm their nerves. He was like, okay, disrupt, get into bed, let's do it. And he's just, like, shouting out directions, because, like, the cameras are really loud. And so he was just <clears> like, okay, rub her nipples, let's go. And, uh, so he he was just directing the entire sex scene to look like that and then the rest of the movie is what it is <laughs> yeah 
I thought it was pretty good. Parker, <laughs> would you classify it as a horror? I've heard a lot of people describe it as not a horror movie. Look, anyone who wants to do that, they're free to do that. But they can all eat my ass. Every one of them. I'm so tired of every movie that like has any sort of like merit to it. It's like, that's actually more of a thriller. I'm, I'm so sick comp- of that. No, it's, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. The movie starts with a child dying. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Wait, so would you call Face Off a horror movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what else did you watch? Reasons. I watched the original House on Haunted Hill. Oh, which nice. is fine. Immersively short. But most importantly, like Vincent Price just bickering with his wife who desperately, desperately <laughs> wants him to die so she can take his fortune. That's good stuff. That's, That's real good r- stuff. Right there. That's a horror movie formula. I'm just passive aggressively bickering in the next room. <laughs> yep. Did I you um did did you ever watch uh the Dr. Goldfoot movie? I did not yet. Oh buddy. It's got I, was, I wanted to watch more anyway. this weekend, but yesterday it's... was a pretty packed day of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus did I have a day yesterday. <laughs> so after that I watched the original The Haunting, which is nice. fine. I like that movie. It's alright, but I have the softest soft spot for that shitty 90s movie with Liam Neeson in it. Like, it's horrendous. <laughs> what? But I watched it when I was really young, and I loved it. <laughs> so I felt like I should finally see the original. And with all these old 60s movies, they're almost all on YouTube, and they're like a merciful 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Boys, ladies, <laughs> cisgendered gamers... <laughs> I finally watched Hellraiser 9 after all of these years of hearing. <laughs> the wait is how over. Fucking terrible it is. It is so much worse than I thought it would be. It is sub fan film level. Oh, it is, wow. It is literally, you have $300,000 in two weeks to do this, to write it, cast it, make it done, or else we lose the rights. Go figure it out. It sucks so bad. It is an hour and 15 minutes, and it feels like the longest of the entire series. <laughs> it is. My god, dude. Wow. It, it's. The, ba- That's the a- main character gives like a. He gives this fucking evil monologue in the end, but he's wearing pajama pants and just talking in someone's living room. It's incredible. <laughs> it looks pretty bad. So my last note is just that's your ending, huh? <laughs> because it just ends. That fucking seventy minutes the credits start rolling. Alright. Um I mean that's not to compare it to the previous Hellraiser Hellworld, a movie in which a group of hot young teens, including Henry Cavill, aka the Man of Steel. <laughs> play a Hellraiser game called Hellworld and their friend dies from gaming too hard and then Lance Henriksen throws a Hellworld party at a spooky mansion that's actually an insane asylum. Wait, actual... That movie is real good. Actual Lance Henriksen? Actual Lance Henriksen just he would a spooky up. party at a Hellraiser house for Hellraiser gamers. Wow, I I guess you weren't kidding when you said you could give him 200 bucks he, and he'd show what? up in your movie. Yep. <laughs> if you give him a plane ticket to Romania and like three pages of a script... Like literally, his there's a scene in this movie where he's digging graves, and in that scene, he's wearing what he was wearing when he got off the plane. They just handed him like, "All right, you're saying this, go." <laughs> Direct to DVD horror is good. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Parker. Anything else that you watched? Oh, buddy. Uh, I'll be quick with the Hallow, which was on Netflix and was about to leave, so I watched it. Mm-hmm. Pretty oh. solid. Nice. I mean, it's not incredible by any means. It's pretty solid. Very nice monster designs. It's a nice slow burn. 
I was happy I caught it before it disappeared in the ether forever. Yeah, the trailer seems um, pretty average. It's fine. Yeah. All right, I watched 1937. No, 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 buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. I need to tell you about how my day went yesterday. Oh, Please do. I started it with a modern classic, just a real Citizen Kane of garbage movies from the last 20 years. Lindsay Lohan's I Know Who Killed Me. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy dog shit. Now, I knew it would be bad, but no one told me that there would be a critical scene in the movie where she goes to ask.com to find a video of Art Bell, host of Coast to Coast AM, explaining the plot of the movie to her. Oh, my God. Uh... It is really, really, really good. Oh, man. Because, <laughs> you see, it turns out... That they were twins separated at birth. So one Lindsay grew up with a crack whore mother, and one Lindsay grew up in a high school. And one of them got kidnapped, and she's being like slowly tortured. And as she gets things cut off, like she gets her foot cut off, and then the foot falls off the other Lindsay Lohan. Are you sure you didn't watch The Parent Trap? I was about to say, this sounds like the sequel to The Parent Trap. Buddy, <laughs> I wish. I watched the parent. I don't remember the parent trap having a scene where Lindsay Lohan stripping, then shoves a cigarette in her vagina, and then smokes it. But it's been a while. <laughs> can can girls do that? Alex, don't answer that for me. I don't want to die how the potato chips are made. I don't need to tell you how I paid college. <laughs> okay, Parker, did you watch so anything? I watched else? that movie, and then I watched seven hours of WrestleMania, <laughs> and then I watched The Legend of Chun-Li. <laughs> I had a fucking day. My brain, like, I have been so slow in every interaction I've had today. Like, I went to the gas station just to get a drink, and I almost left my debit card twice in one exchange. Oh my my brain is fucking mush from what I put myself through. Chris, what did you watch? Well, I spend Sunday with a girl, so... Anyway, I uh, first I watched 1937's The Awful Truth, starring Cary Grant. It's in black and white and has comedy with jokes right. you guys wouldn't get, and I didn't get either, so I won't talk about it very much. It's, it's fine. Uh, Leo McCary directed it, and... It won him the, I think it won him Best Director at the Academy Awards, but he said he should have got it for Make Way for Tomorrow, and I agree, but The Awful Truth, it's, it's again, it's fine, it's just going to be forgotten. Again, Cary Grant, really funny guy, it's just that this movie, I don't think it just holds up. So The Awful Truth is that it's going to be forgotten? I, nice. I try not to make jokes like that on this podcast. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> and uh, the other one, Alex and I sat Nick's down. Nick's nay on the email, Faye. We need to talk about our direction going <laughs> forward. Yeah, exactly. Let's, I mean, we're trying to get some high class humor in here, Alex. Look, I'm to, all for having fun at other people's expense, but yeah, a little oh, more above the belt. Exactly. Is my, is my neckline not low enough for you? Right, well, we're not doing a video podcast, so I can't tell. Anyway. I, I haven't so made we, eye contact with you since Can I talk started. about Wes Anderson? Can no! I talk about Wes Anderson? <laughs> I watched my very first so Wes Anderson Hellraiser movie. Debtor. Sorry, what? <laughs> Go ahead. You're fine. So, Alex and I sat down in the theater to watch Isle of Dogs, a uh, 2018 movie directed by Wes Anderson. My very first Wes Anderson movie. Everyone's been dumping on me for it. And I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It was everything I hoped it would be and a little bit more. I love the music. I love the writing. I love the acting. I love the story. I, I love everything about it. Parker, you've got to see it. Uh, see it in theaters. Get the stout shake at the Elmo Draft yeah. House. And you can ignore the Fancy Pants Burger. It was not that fancy. Um, so stick with my hot pretzel. 
Yeah, stick with the hot pretzel. I mean, that's that's right. classic. You gotta go. I'm making a note I don't know. My Spanakopita pizza was all right. That was pretty good. You know, I'm a big Brussels sprouts guy, so putting them mm-hmm. on pizza, I would definitely try that. So I might, yeah. I might go with that. Um, the one thing I will say about this is that the movie itself was overshadowed by one of the trailers they showed for the Mr. Rogers documentary that's coming out this oh summer. Oh, my God. I oh nearly God. bawled in theaters, okay? No, like, I actually did. There, there were I a couple, cried. like, tears coming down my cheek when I was watching Ugh. it. The trailer's, like, what, two minutes long, if that? And I, I As soon as it oh started, my, I was like, no! Oh, my no, God. It can't be! so no. good. I am going to Do have guys... to see the Mr. Rogers documentary in theaters. Did you guys ever fall into that trap where you're on YouTube at, like, 2 a.m., and you click on the video of Mr. Rogers accepting that award, and then you're just crying alone in your house at 2 in the morning? Uh, the one that Me I always... neither. What are you talking about? <laughs> the one I always see is him arguing in front of, like, I think it's the PMRC or something like that, arguing in favor it's of, con- like, It's oh, Congress. You, know, you should in be allowed of... to record uh, shows on VHS. He's like, well, this way more people can see my show. You're like, yeah, but they're not paid for it. He's like, I don't mind. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. I was thinking of the one where he was making a case for um, keeping PBS funding, I think it was. Uh, yeah, that's another one, too. Uh, oh man yeah so he basically the man has lived a very good life and boy i hope i can get to see that at some point then uh we went home watched the original street fighter which we'll talk about in a bit and then i remembered oh yeah i lost a bet with parker so i had to sit down and watch 2017's good time and alex i'll say this one for you Hmm. i had a good time watching nice time so you know, yeah. It was nice having the podcast. I'll see you guys next week and then recording. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I have to say, Good Time was really, really good. Terrible title, but overall, I have to say, boy, I'm sorry I overlooked this one. Robert Pattinson, who who was keeping from me the information that this young man could actually act? He was fantastic. What what, what movie is what is the movie about? Oh, the movie's about. Uh, uh, a young man in Queens and uh, two he's kids a, working at a Good Burger. No, <laughs> they're working at a <laughs> Welcome to the Good Time Home with the Good Time. Can I steal your money? And uh, they they rob a bank. And one of the brothers has uh, mental disabilities, and he goes to prison and gets his ass kicked in there. And his other brother is like, I gotta get him out of there. And the entire time, you never get the sense that he wants to break his brother out of prison so his brother won't rat on him the entire time you get the sense that he wants to break his brother out of prison because he feels bad for his brother his brother would not survive in a prison so he's like really concerned about him that's the thing is like it makes you feel bad for people who are not good and the entire time like look my my life is not perfect over here but i still you know, every once in a while I feel like kind of bad about where I am in life. And then I watch a movie like this, I'm like, geez, I've got it good. I really do. As long as, I mean, these poor people over here, it just makes you feel bad. But overall, I, I think this is really good. I think it was like, it's a shame it was overlooked. I, I loved it. So, Parker, Not thank a you. Single nomination. Yeah. Very regular Academy. Wow. <laughs> the Post got Such nominated for Best Picture over this. I can't. Uh, and over Blade Runner 2049, which is already absurd. <laughs> and uh, that it's I, Star Wars. <laughs> Shut up. And I mean, we agreed last week. It's actually good. I said I, it, and no one objected. Well, so that's ag- agreed fact is kind of a <laughs> it's fact now. Uh, anyway, then I went a little bit more on brand. I watched <laughs> Sergei Eisenstein's 1928 silent black and white Soviet movie name. October: Ten Days That Shook the World about the communist revolution. Uh, this movie fucking blows. Uh, <laughs> communism fucking blows, and Sergei Eisenstein can suck my dick. And uh, everything besides that, I watched Street Fighter, uh, The Legend of Chun-Li, just a few minutes ago, and I took so many notes on that, I was not prepared (laughs) for how many 
thoughts I would have on this crappy, crappy movie. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it now or later? <laughs> well, that, we'll start off with Street Fighter because Alex actually watched Street Fighter. She did not watch The Legend of Chun Li, so I was I I was busy trying to. Um, do work alex don't lie just just come straight and say i have taste so <laughs> what we're gonna I, do you know i lost, don't have taste what, what we're gonna do when we get to that part is uh, we'll just explain to alex as an, a casual innocent regular normal everyday bystander what entails street fighter the legend of chun li that's starring very people. good very so. good and very <laughs> egalitarian so uh are you guys ready to talk about street fighter Born ready. <laughs> okay. As I'll ever be. So cast your mind back, 1994, one of the greatest years of movies. And mm -hmm. they're like, let's make a Street Fighter movie. Hey, great idea. Street Fighter's really popular in the arcades with the kids. Let's, you know, video game based movies. When have they ever gone wrong? So they decide, first things first, we need an American. Because, hey, all movies should have white Americans in there. Let's put in, okay, we could get anyone, could get anyone, could get anyone. Jean-Claude Van Damme, noted American. He's going to be <laughs> the lead of our movie. And I was like, who else is popular in this? Oh, Ryu. He's, uh, he's pretty cool. We're going to change the pronunciation of his name to Ryu because, you know, fuck everybody Yeah, because this is America. <laughs> Dude, it, that fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> it, it really should have because like, it's the dumbest thing. I spent my whole life thinking like, oh, I guess I was saying it wrong. <laughs> Thanks for fucking nothing, movie. Well, you know, we got to have him in there. Let's cast someone whose name you will never remember. And, you know, his rival is uh, Ken, right? And they they basically have the same moves and everything. Let's cast another guy you will never remember, and we'll convert them into... Uh, Who looks a little bit like Dave Coulier. I guess. <laughs> let's let's make them into uh, hucksters. They're going to, uh, you know, try to be scam artists. We've basically turned the two most popular fighting game characters in video game history into Ed, Ed, and Eddie characters. But we also... No, I think you've had it better calling them the... Uh... Oh shit! I forgot the name of the movie. I didn't call them the, the Canker the Sisters. The Disney, the Disney movie. Oh yeah, they're very the much Road like Del Dorado, the those yeah, guys. yeah, they're the lead characters <laughs> from the Road to El Dorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, we need a bad guy, M. Bison. Uh, you know, supreme dictator and so hard in the video games. Like he can fly and has like lightning powers and stuff like that. You got cast someone mm -hmm. really strong. Raw mm -hmm. Julia on his deathbed over here. <laughs> Let's like string him up. And, you know, just, you know, make Literally. him do this movie. And he says he wants to do this movie for the kids. What did you say? I said literally. You said let's string him up, and I said literally. Yeah, at one point, like, yeah. Fucking Team America puppets, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I will say this. I am not going to spend a lot of time here shitting on Raul Julia. And I don't think no. I'll, I'll allow either one of you to do the same, because Raul Julia is one of my all-time favorite actors. He's probably one of the most charismatic actors I have ever seen. Yeah, he's made a couple of bad movies. This, Over Toronto, The Memory Bank. But even in these bad <laughs> movies, he's really good. He actually kind of picks up the movie whenever he's on screen. So Big fish, I will defend him, even though he was like very clearly dying in this movie. And I felt really bad. Yeah. Uh, imagine that pre-production meeting. We're like, all right, we're going to do our fight choreography. All right, Raul Ho. Buddy. Oh, boy. Uh, what's uh, going on here? Want some baby aspirin? Or oh, Okay, yeah, just shoot? <laughs> no, okay. He, everybody knew he'd been dying for like a long time at that point. Mm -hmm. But all his kids are like, Daddy, Daddy, make the video Street game movie. Fighter. He's like, okay, we should probably film all of the fun stuff first so that when I'm dying, we can just mm -hmm. do dialogue scenes so I can go back to my oxygen machine between takes. 
So well, let's pop that jacket off. Let's pop it back on. Uh, guys. <laughs> so How you also you need, uh, you know, that's the thing. Street Fighter is all about fighting. So you gotta, you gotta get, you know, people who are really well known for their combat abilities, and they have like the body of a fighter. Mm-hmm. Kylie Minogue, comma, plays Cammy. <laughs> Boy, and she's uh, doing something. <laughs> she is, she is in the movie. Uh, but, she is, she is in the movie. She's indeed actually in the movie. Uh, briefly. Anyway, she's <laughs> she's in there, and it's like, hey, we got to get all the characters, and I will give credit to this movie. Uh, they did go all out. They have almost every single character. They got Guile, mm-hmm. Bison, Chun-Li, Ken, Ken. Oh, how did I forget to talk about Chun-Li? They got Ming-Na Wen, who's actually a pretty good actress. Uh, Chun-Li's now a, she she's now a journalist in, in. for some reason. What? What else has she been in? I recognize her name, but I don't know why. I've seen her in a couple of movies. Okay, I'm I'm glad that we cleared All that right. up. Well, yeah. moving on. Uh, okay, Alex, did you recognize her voice? Um, I probably should have. Yeah, she was in Mulan. <coughs> as Mulan, she was one of the Huns. <laughs> she, was one of she was, she she was Mulan in the movie Mulan. Ah, uh, that would be why that's I Mulan. Her name. Yeah, uh, that's why they used her. Her and her giant thighs. Her thighs are very even... regular. That, yeah. that every time she's talking on screen, she's talking in the most enunciated white voice possible. Mm-hmm. Hello, it's me, Chun Li, reporting <laughs> live from Shadowloo. All right, they they keep Josh saying Shadowloo in this movie, but yeah, they got Sagat, so Honda, Vega, uh, T Hawk, Blanca, DJ Balrog, Zangief, Dalsim, Rio. You know the captain. Let's so. let's not just sweep over Zangief there. Let's let's talk, talk about, for a minute about Andrew Berniaski. I mean, yeah, the world needs to talk about Zangief. This Zangief guy, first of all, I need a body like him. I am going to get mm-hmm. on the workout program mm-hmm. at my company, and I am going to get huge like this guy. He mm-hmm. might have been one of my favorite characters in the movie. Obviously, I'm going to lean a little bit towards Raul Julia and Ming-Na Wen, but goodness gracious, Dad's bodacious. Every line he spoke <laughs> was solid gold. Oh, yeah. So can we all agree that we all laughed at his actual joke? Can yeah. Okay. Agree? What the, okay, the change the channel Which, one? Yes. Please oh, tell yeah. me. If you don't me. actually yeah. laugh at that, then you don't have a soul. It's real good. The the it's number of good. times I have my brother will like come home and he'll like put something on TV and it'll be something shitty. I'll like run over and and like jump on the couch and just lean in his face and scream, "Quick, change the channel!" <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Parker. Yes. You you know what um. Zangief and his uh well no I the the friend doesn't work quite so well but Zangief with his hair you know what that reminds me of Oh dear from the Chad and Incel comics <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, Look at the Chad the Zangief really walking <laughs> the loser beta DJ was slumped over <laughs> Superior neat wizard DJ is getting paid. Doesn't even need to get paid. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't quite work because he's a lot cooler than the incel. But oh my god, it's just like the whole time I was watching it, I was just like, I, I can't. With oh god, do I say something? What do I do? It was fun because for most of those scenes, I'm focused on Zangi. But halfway in the movie, I just stop and yell. Is that fucking Juana, man? <laughs> and it was. What a time to be alive. <laughs> so, also, let's not forget the real reason I picked this movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme is uh, Guile. What are our thoughts here on Jean-Claude Van Damme in this movie? 
Mm. He's barely in it. That's my mm. thought. I yeah. remembered a lot more of him. Yeah, there there definitely isn't very much. Um, there there isn't very there aren't very many splits, and there's not a whole lot of like actual kick punching, and I'm kind of sad about that. If I I'm remember right, like they contractually had to have like an absurd amount of the characters from the game in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I get why there's not a lot of him, but maybe don't cast him. <laughs> I will yeah. say right, this. You have 12 minutes of screen time. Here's our budget. When he is yeah, on screen, he's one of the better characters. Like, they're having that, uh, that sort of underground street fight thing. Hey. And they're fighting Big, <laughs> right? And he takes off is. his mask. <laughs> and Alex, Alex, oh. can you describe oh. your, your emotions oh. when he took off that mask? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's kind of gross. Anyway, so uh, they're fighting over there, and all of a sudden the, the fight is interrupted by fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme crashing a tank into this building, knocking everything over, and just said, you're all under arrest. And people don't all like this movie under for some reason. Thanks. <laughs> I just went to this guy's IMDb, and since he's an Indian actor, all of his roles are Chief Moonbear, Native oh. American Voices, Sharp Teeth, Code Talker, oh. Vega. <laughs> is wait, is he actually Indian or is he like? Boy, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Do you know? Jay Tavare. Oh, maybe. Performances in several Oscar-winning films. Okay, being the one Indian guy that they talked. <laughs> yeah, that that totally. He's probably in Dances with Wolves. Like he's in Wind Talkers. Oh, because he was in The Revenant as uncredited Native American voices. Oh, that's oh, so whatever. sad. That's Take what you can get. Take what you can get, man. Uh, that's a good point. Really? Special wow. patient Sanchez. Same. Oh, boy. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> not actually, all racist, not in any way. So let's set up the story here really quick. So M. Bison, good again, luck. played by Raul Julia, <laughs> is an evil military dictator of, and this is a real place here, Shadaloo City, and they keep saying Shadaloo out loud in the movie. Shadaloo. Every single time I hear it, I keep like giggling to myself. Shadaloo, it's the <laughs> best worst fake name for a city I've ever heard. It's. I just imagine that that's that's like a vacation destination in southern Texas. That's all I can. Imagine. Come on down to Shadaloo. We're going down to the creek down to Shadaloo. <laughs> gonna go gator hunting. <laughs> like imagine if in Civil War the whole movie was about the Shadaloo Accords. <laughs> fucking stupid. Would it it's be? the one thing that the Legend of Chun Li has on the original is that they changed the name to Shadaloo, and it sounds a lot better than Shadaloo. Yeah. Battle at Shadaloo. <laughs> anyway, so he's an evil military dictator who's trying to take over the world, and he's captured Guile's buddy, who uh, is called <laughs> Charlie, and he becomes Blanca, who's like a half lizard, half man, and he could use like electricity, he has like green skin and red hair, and it's really fucking dumb. And uh, it's so like, we're supposed to care about this character, we don't know anything about him. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do, but uh, that's that's already oh, it's yeah. like kind of funny um, where they show you that video and you're like oh yeah remember that guy that you saw for five seconds now this see this heart-wrenching home video that clearly has Jean-Claude Van Damme's heart all aflutter yeah that's the guy in the tube that's been watching all of the um Hostile movies. Yeah, he's just <laughs> sitting in there, just going, whatever it's on. It's like, okay, could you like chill over there? Jesus, Robert Mamone. I mean, what a silly concept that just having this device in your hand at all times that just shows you all the horrors of the world would like make you a worse person. 
That's that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb idea. Let me put Twitter away. Yeah. What a dumb, silly idea. <laughs> yeah. By the way, no one ever acknowledges that it's absolutely Guile's fault that his friend is now a greed monster. Oh, <laughs> he literally calls him by name. Hey, Charlie, we're coming for you. And he just I looks know. at his yeah, name that's tag. In, like, that oh, is entirely. Alex pointed that one out. She yelled that during. It was just like, hey, wait a minute. That's your fault. I feel yeah, like that's it was the like, first well, way to put him in, in the fucking army. danger. <laughs> anyway, hey, Charlie, we're coming for you. So right, cool. they weren't very good at getting to M. Bison Slayer. Yeah, you just very singled good. out a bro. Like, oh my god. Anyway, Guile does not work for the United States now, nor does Cammy work for Britain. Instead, they work for the AN. They, I, apparently yeah. they might not have been allowed to call themselves the UN, so they called themselves the AN for Allied Nations. The dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Uh, Whatever. But, oh, well, so wait, she I wouldn't mean... work for Britain. She'd work for Australia, because Kylie Minogue's Australian. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, so she helps out uh, Guile <laughs> Wait, what was that? I missed that. <laughs> I just like to imagine Raul Julia singing along to Kali Minogue's music. <laughs> it gets me through the night. I want to tell oh, you all the things I just... want to do. Oh, God. Fat man? <laughs> Anyway. Okay, anyway. so the movie continues, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Chun Li is partnered up with Balrog and sure. Honda. And they she's a journalist, and they're part of her crew, and uh, she's trying Which to investigate is... Shadaloo. And I Which just realized at this point, it's like, this movie's rated PG 13. It should be rated like G, because this is like oh, yeah. the dumbest, like, baby shit I've ever heard in my life. She's no, but they can still use, like, you know, kung fu and all their other fighting techniques and stuff like that. It's really dumb. Um, and she's like dressed in this really stupid dress and everything at one point. And apparently she's flirting with Guile. Anyway, so she's helping them, kind of annoying them and stuff like that. And meanwhile, uh, Ryu and Ken are just kind of being annoying. And boy, Ken is the worst, isn't he? With his jokes. He's, he's pretty I don't terrible. understand what movie they're in. Yeah. Because it's not this one. No, it's not. This is like making a Tekken movie and relegating Kazuya Mishima to like a side role. Okay. What if we also had a separate hour of Paul and Kuma? I mean, granted, better movie, I mean, but yeah. still. Uh, there's also, a central plot and then there's tertiary characters. I don't need Balrog to get significant screen time in my Street Fighter movie. Also, sure yeah. he's someone's favorite, but that someone's just going to have to deal with it. I kind of wish that those two had been used better. But seriously, his name is Balrog? Like 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 in Lord of the Rings? Well, yeah, that's actually from the game, so Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, uh, I I don't think it's a nope. good name. I'm yeah, I mean you don't play video games, so you wouldn't yeah, know that, but luckily I don't Chris play is here to explain this to you. Street Fighter games. But that's fine. Anyway, so Dalsim <laughs> is in this. For some reason he has hair, and at the end of the movie he just shaves it off. What's the deal with that? Who are we talking about? Sequ Dawson is like the like kind of like uh, Middle Eastern guy who's running the experiments on. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And at the end of the movie, that he just like, shaves his head off. It's like, no, I'm going to. Don't worry, I'll take him with me now. And I thought of two things. One, why are you taking him in now while the building's collapsing around you and you don't even make it out? Okay. Apparently, maybe they did. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. And the other... But the only other yeah. thing I could think about was fucking the violator with Crispy over there. being, no, don't worry. He's with me. He just had to find a way. Uh, he's going to be in every episode now. He's going to be a recurring character. He's going to be our mascot. That's cool. 
Hope you like the hope you like hearing the words Zemeckis Cube. <laughs> Every single time, just burn away at my crotch here. So uh, what? the movies. Tell you what, as like a full picture of the movie, the movie's really not that bad. And maybe this is because I just watched The Legend of Chun Li, but. When I think about this in comparison to other movies that are based on video games, this one's kind of good because it's just so silly and over the top and has, it's just like kind of wild the entire time. It's a lot of fun for me, you know? Like, I have fun with the over the top performances, I have fun with the action, and I have fun with some of the lines. I think they're a lot of fun. They even got that that, that one guy, the smarmy British guy from Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mr. Raul Ventura, Julia. you seem to be having trouble with our local <laughs> bats. <laughs> Raul Julie, and then all the elaborate props that are all shaped like skulls in his fucking fortress. Yeah, that's yeah, good stuff. Without that stuff, this is just double dragon. Yeah, that John Bison <laughs> Gacy uh, painting in his room. <laughs> the so. fucking Gacy no! painting. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. It's that's so that's good. actually. I, I looked at the two of them side by side, and that picture is definitely one of the last pictures that John Wayne Gacy actually painted himself. It's called Goodbye Pogo, and that the picture in Street Fighter is is modeled directly after that painting. Yeah, so it, it's it was like extra fun. creepy. Yeah, he's got the little bison hat on. I know. This is this That's is so during weird. a time where people were more apt to make jokes about uh, serial killers. He had another one of those in Demolition Man, where they made a joke about uh, uh, Dahmer. Um, uh, I I think I just figured out why they had a Gacy painting in that in that movie. Gacy died that year. Well, like so, Guile just has that. a Boy, Guile has an him. homage to Gacy in his in his bedroom because he died that year. Guile paid him. He fucking paid him in bison bucks <laughs> to draw him a clown and then executed him. <laughs> this movie universe rules. So, how many bison bucks are we going to start charging ad companies to read their ads with us? Bison bucks are like bitcoins, but somehow shittier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, overall, I have to admit, I have a fun time every single time I watch this. Like, I put this one on my hard drive. I'm going to keep on watching this movie in the future, you know? It's just a fun one. This reminds me a lot of, like, that early to mid-90s ridiculous action movie i'm not mad i'm just disappointed i can't talk about role julia well mm. you know just that's the thing it's like of all the notes to go out on that one really hurts it's kind of like orson wells going out with the transformers animated movie which movie's better <laughs> i'm gonna go with this one i haven't seen the transformers animated movie the only the transformers Star-Roll. animated movie doesn't end with john claude van damme beating the shit out of a guy dying in real time <laughs> <laughs> He's literally dying between takes, like, I kick you in the face now, and you go flying into explosion. (laughs) All right, cool. I mean, he was very clearly not actually kick-punching Raul Julia himself. It's okay. Raul Julia came back to life at the end. His arm shot out. Yeah. That was a post-credit scene. (laughs) They like like Wait, they put a post-credit scene after they said, hey, sorry, the actor died? (laughs) Yes. Yes, they did. I mean, who would you replace him with? And, I mean, a better thing here is, like, one of the ones that this gets compared to all the time is the movie came out a year later was 1995's Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> you gotta go with Street Fighters better than Mortal Kombat, alright? Because I've seen them both. Mortal Kombat's really overrated. Here's the biggest thing for me. Udi, if you want to talk about the main performances that everyone talks about, A, Raul Julia and Street Fighter versus Christopher Lambert in Mortal Kombat, I'm picking Raul Julia every single time. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but one movie that has Goro because... and Johnny Cage, and the other has 
Honda. Okay, I'll be fair that Johnny Cage is a whole lot better than fucking Damien Chapa as Ken. The fact that on the trivia it said that Jean-Claude almost took the Johnny Cage role in Mortal Kombat instead. That's a world I would like to live in. No, I mean, come on. Get me out of this hell world. I love Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. Bruce Willis would have been just fine as Guile. Oh my god. Well, it would have been alright. He can't do those backflip flash kicks. That reminds me. So, Every time is... he fucking flexed with that massive arm and American flag tattoo. God, oh yes. my god. That's good stuff. <laughs> Billy yeah. Mitchell shed a single tear. <laughs> Called small government. So, there are uh, so many, so many missed opportunities with this fucking movie. Zangief should have been the main character, first of all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, this movie was pretty good. I'm going to watch it again. Masterpiece, a whole lot better than any of the horror movies that Parker watches. So we move on Bison to no, no, no. Is, is that really? Are we really done? Do, is there anything else this? that you guys need to say about it? Because I can't think of anything else. I'm not going to go through the movie know. like scene by scene. M. Bison's uh, bone chandelier was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to buy one of those. <laughs> Just the fact that the fucking... Bison's lair with the giant TV that looks exactly like the prison from Face Off. That did something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh wait, what about the fact that like all of the signs are written in English, but they have crazy little Thai squigglies on the end? <laughs> yeah, that was... I, I, I think I noticed it like the third time. I was like, hey, wait a minute, that's definitely intentional. No, they I don't even do that, that in Chun Li. Excuse me, sir. That was really funny, though. Like so much care was put into all of these sets, more yeah. than you get in most shitty action movies. I know. There's so many skull chandeliers and skull props. So, uh, Super Mario Brothers or Street Fighter? Easily Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Not even close. Are you sure you don't want to? Are you sure you don't want to like find out? Maybe watch I'm another good. John Leguizamo oh, movie. No, I, I actually watched Super Mario Brothers recently. That's another movie that I can kind of defend just because it's so out there. It has nothing to do with John Leguizamo. Oh, my mom, whatever. My mom oh, okay, yeah, John Leguizamo. Mostly Bob Hoskins. Actually, I kind of thought he Raul was. Raul Julia. I just dramatically throwing his hands up to push his cape back <laughs> so we can hit buttons yes. on a fight stick that bring mines out of the ocean. Oh, I'm yes! I'm really happy that so, they actually had the fight so stick on there. Oh, like man. Alex and I saw it. Like it, it flashes on screen really briefly we just kind of looked at it and was like did you just see that and we we're just like oh my god they really did that that's great i like, absolutely what? rewound it because i couldn't believe it yeah his fucking cape his fucking red leather suit and cape i just like the, when he like to. he puts himself into his arbory and like puts the glass down and like he fills the room with gas and everything like that his his eyes are just yes! bugging out of his skull yeah. <laughs> i wrote down almost all of his lines because they're all so good. him pointing to his stupid little fucking thing you're like my desk where i ride the saddle of the world yes <laughs> Fuck says that. did you did you write down his little the 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 actual best line in the movie I didn't his write the whole, whole thing, his little but it's mini printed speech. in my brain. Yeah, it's the mini. Because all I remember from it was, for me, it was Tuesday. That's, and Charlie an is just, like, so offended. <laughs> she is so shook. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you like the part where um, she's in the balcony up top, and, like, uh, Guile and Bison are, like, about to fight, and uh, she shoots a look, at, at Bison, and she's just like widening and scrunching and widening her scrunching her eyes li- really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm so angry at you right now. We're at the emotion out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So uh, we determined that this movie passes the Bechdel test because uh, <laughs> Cammy and, and Chun Li uh, oh. make fun of each other's hair at one point. 
Yeah. Oh, she just typical goes, ladies. Yeah. Am yeah, I they, right? Yeah, Cam, um, uh, Chun-Li looks at her and goes, pigtails? And Cammy goes, speak for yourself. And that's it. They It passes the Bechdel test. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> Feminism is over. The camera starts shaking. He's like, fuck, they cut, they cut. They're going to talk about dudes. They're going to talk about Kyle's fat dick meat. Cut. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so this oh, movie is a good classic. Movie. Good movie. <laughs> It Good ends movie. with the temple exploding, everyone yeah. posing in a freeze frame, and then oh, sorry, the Viacon Dios. Julia died on the way back to his own planet. Oh. <laughs> Rest in power, Bison. Oh. Can can that be the um the uh the title screen for the blog post that you make for this? <laughs> and can it just be the gif of them all freezing and then fading into Viacon Dios? <laughs> 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 it reminded me so much of the old Casey Kasem freak out where he, like, he came out of a song and then had to read a dead dog thing. <laughs> just had a fucking breakdown. <laughs> Goddamn dead dog dedication out of an upbeat number. What? <laughs> They're all cheering this. going, yeah! I remember just, hey, he's dead. See ya. Oh, Here's no. the credits and good morning, Shadaloo. My God, Dios. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I, all I can think about now is like that TV priest that they had on King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually, honest to God, all I think of whenever I see, hear, or read the phrase "via con Dios." Yeah. That is what I think. Via With con John Redmond. Yep. So, uh, uh, rest in peace. Well, Adam Sandler. Like normal regular episode. movie for normal regular people. <laughs> uh, Parker, are you ready to talk about the Legend of Chun Li? Yeah, let's just purge this from my brain so it can be gone forever. So, uh, ready player gamer. one, insert your quarter. Uh, I got like <laughs> ninety seconds into this movie and I realized that it looks a whole lot like Catwoman began, and I was like, that's <laughs> probably not a good sign. Uh, <laughs> And it's like, then you realize, like, they have this, like, narration throughout the entire movie. It's terrible. Like, the writing's really bad, but the way she delivers her lines are even worse. Um, in the games, Chun-Li is uh, a police officer for Hong Kong. She wants to take down M. Bison because, turns out, military dictators, not as appreciated right now as they used to be. So she's <laughs> got to take him down. And the opening credits tell me that Robin Shu is in this. You know, Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. So I'm like, oh, that's sad already. They got oh, that's a crossover episode. They got Michael Clark Duncan in it. Uh, they got, uh, who else they got in this? They got someone by the name of Moon Bloodgood. That's a real name. That's not a video game <laughs> name. That's so actually cool. her real name. Um, that's an awesome name. Yeah. And uh, this, this fucking movie. When the bad guy enters the scene with his fucking blonde hair and everything, that was fucking ridiculous. Uh, By the way, that bad guy was the dad in that Lindsay Lohan movie. So I saw him <laughs> in two of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life in the wow. same day, sandwiching seven hours of wrestling. What is that guy's I'm name? Very his name? Neil McDonough. Neil McDonough. Oh, he deserves he, it. He will show up as a bad guy in... If you're making a movie direct-to-DVD and you need someone who looks like a shady businessman... Just give him a ring-a-ding-ding. He'll probably say yes. Exactly. So, Alex, when you think of Chun-Li, what do you think about? The Marine 3. Thighs. No, you're both wrong. You're, she's, <laughs> you're supposed to think about pianos. Chun-Li oh, plays piano, and she's really good at playing piano. She's a concert pianist. And uh, everyone around goes to see her pianist. 
skills. And she is, you know, <sighs> oh, giving all these concerts and stuff like that. And it's all she ever wants to do is be a pianist. And her dad also trades her in Wushu. That also trades her in Wushu and, like, fighting and shit like that. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, she also does that. Uh, and they have her played as a little girl by, like, uh, a little Asian girl. She's kind of cute. He, like, picks her up, says her eyes, and he's like, I'm going to teach you how to fight with a sword and fuck people up. And as she gets older, she gets significantly whiter. Parker, what is the deal? <laughs> you are 100% not wrong. There was definitely a point at the end of the movie where the IMDb is like, are these, are these people just white? <laughs> I don't understand. At least one of M. the actresses who played her at one point was like, at least like 98% white. Like, I looked at her as like, there's not like, a oh, that's drop pretty of cool. like, like, it's good. At least they put like an actual Asian actress in this movie. <laughs> and then it got near the end, I was like... Oh, it's not. A, it's you can you can't shit a shitter. You can call it whatever you want. That's a white lady, <laughs> <laughs> known for the role as Lana Lang in the super television series Smallville. You know what? You can okay. fucking keep it. Yeah, at you some point, like you go from your actress putting duck sauce on the crab rangoon to putting ketchup <laughs> on the crab rangoon. So to me, that's preposterous. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's also a fight at the opening at some point. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan just explodes into their house and uh, decides to kick the shit out of her father. And uh, he does a pretty good job of that. Unfortunately, the sound editing is terrible. I don't know what's going on with it. It just sounds really bad. There's a whole bunch of whooshes going around. Uh, there's really I bad, enjoyed like, the frantic cuts every time I someone landed. I hated that. I hated the speed ramping and everything. Just overall, the action scene was terrible. So anyway, her father gets, I guess, kidnapped? The whole time I thought he got killed. I think I looked away at my phone for a split second, Same. then he was gone. <laughs> I, I, was, I did a lot of cleaning during this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the smell of fat man watching wrestling had really caked into this room. Yeah. And uh, about five minutes in, I realized, like, yeah, this would be a good excuse. I was like, I'm Until... not, like, five minutes into this movie, and already I want to go back and watch the original. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally understand what was going on in the climax between, uh... Between <laughs> fucking uh, Blanca and that other guy who shaved his head for no <laughs> stupid reason. Um, and then we get uh, the entrance of my boy, Chris Klein. Uh, the absolute unit of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> for them to cast him as... I think they call him Rick Nash? It's something white. Wasn't he like reason. that seven foot tall wrestler with a really long hair? Come on. That's Kevin Nash. Same who's person. in the Dead or Alive movie. No, oh. Folks, it never stops. <laughs> no. It wow. never, ever stops. Uh, his first thing is like he gets off, he gets out of his car to like investigate like a, a homicide or something like that. And he sees another girl whose name I have no idea. And she gets off of her motorcycle and she's wearing like these really tight clothes and stuff like that. And her ass is tiny. It is like, it's smaller than Mine. And that was my phone. Okay, you heard that too. Don't you dare touch that. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> Her ass is tiny. <laughs> Stephanie, well, I was going to tell you what podcast. that was. That, that was Stephanie talking about the uh, the original Lord of the Rings movie. Um, she doesn't like it so far. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Um, oh boy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just looked at my notes and now I'm thinking about why the fuck is she playing piano? <laughs> yeah, so time just, passes after her father gets kidnapped. You know, I, guess. I need you to do an impression of Chris Klein. I need to hear you do it. <laughs> so. Because his life is incredible. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I guess I'm laughing. 
<laughs> so the other girl, again, no name, gets off her bike and she has a really tiny butt. But her clothes are kind of tight because she's wearing like a motorcycle outfit or whatever. And he looks at her. It's like, I love this job. Like, He's very breathy the entire movie. <laughs> He's so fucking weird. And like, I can't do an impression of all his other lies because it's just like... Looks like we're on to a real mystery here, Scoob. Like, I've got no <laughs> idea what he's trying to get across. I wrote down that he looks and sounds like Paul Rudd doing a Nick Cage impression. Maybe. And I feel like that's about as accurate as you can get. The movie has only the, te- <laughs> the most tenuous connection to Street Fighter. Like, it has a couple of characters with the names and stuff like that, but overall... This is not a Street Fighter movie. It may say Street Fighter on there, but it's not a Street Fighter movie. Anyway, so she's still playing piano. I... I don't get what this is supposed to be. Oh, I forgot. Girls are are quiet and sensitive and like bullshit. So that's oh, there you, know. you go. Yeah, exactly. I nailed feminism right there. So it's like, oh, it's going to be even more shocking when she kicks the shit out of somebody. And no, it isn't because we know that she knows wushu. So come the fuck on. Uh, anyway, then she leaves the uh, the concert piano thing. She goes to see her mother. You know what I don't need in this movie? I don't need her cancer-stricken mother on her deathbed there. I really don't need to see that. So if you could just not put it in this movie, then that'd be perfectly fine with me. Because So right now I'm watching a movie, now I'm in a really bad mood. And it plays like this really quiet, sensitive music. Parker, were you listening really close? Because when it switches to the next scene, the music just cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you one thing. I was not listening closely. That's, <laughs> that's probably good. Uh, whatever Chris Klein was doing, it was it was like a million different accents. So the bad guy, M. Bison. Re- he describes Bison as this guy walks through the raindrops and I rewound it four times. Yeah. And it what? was funnier every single time he said it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, that's the thing. As much fun as it is to hear Michael Clark Duncan belching his lines again, it's really <laughs> just like your eyes are just dra- and your ears are drawn to Rick Nash, police officer from, what, Interpol or some bullshit? I don't know. Sure. Got assigned to this case. I, I, I just wrote it down one line. Describes every single thing about it. I was, who the fuck is this Nash guy? What is he doing? So, uh... You come from Michael Clark Duncan. Talking like this and just punching <laughs> holes through walls. And like, Chris get back Klein, to Daredevil like, where you belong. Like, literally, there would be, like, someone will walk off frame and Chris Klein will just stop, take off his sunglasses, look at the camera and go... God, I love this job. He's so cool. <laughs> He's, every every single movie that we watch has some sort of heart to it at some point, and Rick Nash is really the heart of this movie. You know, like he's the one that you rally behind. It's like I gotta get more of this guy, and you keep wondering. Even though you know, like, he's really the heart of this movie, that, like, you keep wondering, the more you see him, it's like, wait, why are we seeing this guy on screen? What is he doing? Are you really trying to push the romance between him and whoever this woman is with the no ass? Like, come on. I, I just kind of felt like, it's like, does this have anything to do with Chun-Li? It has barely anything to do at all. If you cut them out from the movie, the movie's obviously a lot worse because you need more Rick Nash in there. But the movie's also a lot more focused and probably, like, an hour shorter. All right, so we filmed this movie about an Asian woman. What? <laughs> Give me a white man ASAP. So I, I, one of my other favorite lines, I had to write this one down. So uh, M. Bison controls, I guess, like the League of Evil. What was it? Uh, the oh my God. of the Justice League? It might as well be the fucking League of Evil. Yeah. It's just a bunch of foreign dudes sitting around a table. Oh my God, they do the thing where 
He's like, hey, I'm going to be in control of everything. And someone says, like, this is preposterous, but in their own language. Yeah. But then he responds back in their language, but they do it three times in the same scene. Yeah, it's really dumb. So he it's has so all cool. of them killed while slowly eating his caviar, like he's fucking Hannibal Lecter or some shit. And then he goes to right. his lead Asian scientist. They were able to find an Asian for this movie, so I'm very impressed. And uh, the Asian scientist actually goes, damn you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> So the narration keeps getting worse and worse and worse. I Parker, could you do an impression of the narration? Because I think I can. Uh, you know what? I'm going to let you have this okay. one because I'll probably do some racist. Okay. <laughs> How could you do racist? You can't be racist against white people. So Challenge? I sat down to watch Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. This yeah. movie. This movie had a narration. What could the secret behind this narration be? And it's like that for the entire movie. It's not quite as bad as Metroid Other M, but it's like down in the same <laughs> cavern, you know? Wow. Man. It's, yeah. That's yeah, harsh. So the other woman, the woman with the no ass, is walking, with a, walking through the police station. Why is her neckline that low? She's, the entire time it was like, is she going undercover as a hooker or something like that? That way Chris Klein has something to comment on when he saunters into the screen. Yeah. Like, I, I got like 24 minutes into this movie, and I just wrote down, I cannot imagine anyone sitting in a theater and actually enjoying this. I cannot believe this went to a theater. No. It, yeah, I, just, I literally I it can't believe it. I'm pretty sure it did. did. Wow. Oh, this is supposed to set up a whole franchise. They were going to make fucking Legend of Ryu, Legend of... Nope. Yeah. No. This was supposed no, to be... Swinging a miss, dick. Now, uh... Alex, cast your mind back mm. to tri- to playing Street Fighter. Oh wait, you're not a gamer. Parker, cast your mind back to playing Street Fighter. So <sighs> you know gaming. that Chun Li can like fire out like Hadoukens, but they're like smaller or something like that in the games. You know she could do that. Well, right? yeah, because because she's a woman. Yeah, exactly. Got it. That's what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, that's basically. She should be a healer. Seventy five percent. That's a good one. Shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she can do that. I need to, like press like the buttons and stuff like that. It launches out a thing. Uh, that's how that works. No, she can't do that in the movie. Movies, oh wait, Robin Shu, aka Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat, comes in and not looking a day older or a day more perturbed that he has to be in this movie. He's actually kind of fun to watch because, like, as a martial artist, he's actually kind of entertaining. Like, the way he moves her foot, her foot with his foot, that's kind of cool. So I was into that, you know? Yeah, anytime you can get somewhere for the Mortal Kombat movies to do something, because as bad as that movie is, they at least had presence of some form. They did, yeah. Even, even if it was the teacher from Billy Madison, at least she was doing something. Yeah. So, oh my god, that really was her, wasn't it? Oh, jeez. Wait, who are we piece of ace. <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, so okay. at some point, Robin Shu teaches this lead actress, whose name I do not know and will never know, uh, how to shoot off a fireball and he mixes it with like the CGI bullshit and everything like that I'm like oh my god that's where the There's movie just jumps off the silly ramp that's what does it for oh you oh my god Yeah. so I'm going to cut you off here because I just had a revelation mm-hmm. <laughs> now I did not know who played Vega in this movie and I, IMDB it had his real name or Wikipedia it has let me know that it is taboo of the hip hop group the Black Eyed Peas. What? Wait, really? I need to lay down. Oh my God, you're right. I was wondering. I was like, why does this guy have so many soundtrack credits? Oh my God. That's why. Oh shit! <laughs> Fucking dude from the Black Eyed Peas is Vega. Oh. 
very regular movie for cool people and gamers, regular which is cool one and the same. Gaming cool is cool. People. I love gaming. Okay. I fucking love gaming. So after this really big fireball scene, then they go to a club. Because you know what I love? I love club scenes in movies. I know you do. I know you love them so much. This is my so favorite shit in the world. And it's just so sad. It really just is just so sad. And Stephanie's like watching the first Lord of the Rings and she just said, oh, there's someone named Dildo Baggins. And I'm like, I, I need to turn off my phone now, but I have my notes written on my phone. Um, um, yes? Sorry. I, I, just, I just looked something up. Because I, um, I, was, I was looking at the cast list. Michael Clark Duncan is on here. And I like Michael Clark Duncan. Um, and I, I was reading his profile real quick. And it oh, says... No. Raised by his single mother, Jean, a house cleaner on Chicago's South Side, Duncan grew up resisting drugs and alcohol instead of concent- instead concentrating on school. Okay. What a fucking tryhard. <laughs> yeah. Resisting drugs and alcohol. Why? Why? Who wrote this? <laughs> he probably Sorry, did. He said, "Yeah, I, I didn't do drugs. I just, you know, got my ass in the gym." Could you imagine? trying to like bully him into doing drugs exactly just getting the dog shit beat out of you yeah. Yeah. anyway it's it's good he resists a drug drugs are bad so there's a club scene and she's agree. fighting another girl and what's up with this does she have a name does she have anything how did she get good at fighting we don't know she she gets her ass kicked in a in a bathroom then she runs away and I just like it's so bad that whole scene is just awful it's not just like the uh the music and stuff for some reason Chudley starts dancing during the movie why? Oh, man. What, what their, was their dance off is incredible. There, it served no purpose whatsoever. It was just like, hey, she looks kind of good at a dress. What's some provocative PG thirteen dancing? <laughs> it wouldn't have been provocative. Some boys for a out there, movie. hey gamers in the crowd, this one's for you. <laughs> Love gaming. Uh, so, anyways, we have to talk about M Bison, played by. Who fucking cares? Uh, as a child, he grew up in the slums, and he was a really feared criminal. He would steal fish. But then he did something that's actually fucked up. Uh, I don't know why this happens in the movie, but it does. He takes his pregnant wife to a secluded pleasure lagoon or whatever. Under I am already a uncomfortable. Waterfall. He takes her to Passion Cove. Yeah, and, and just really gives her the business. Uh, boy, does he ever! Because he <laughs> unbuttons her blouse. Don't worry, it's still PG thirteen. And she, there's her pregnant belly and everything, baby inside. And he takes both his hands together like he's praying to Jesus for, to forgive him for what he's about to do. And plunges into his wife's belly, opens it up, and takes the baby out. Uh, Parker, do you remember the justification? Because I think I got it, but I hope I don't. <laughs> I got nothing, dude. I don't understand. I was like half paying attention. Like, it's weird. Why is he popping your shirt open? And then he just... I double think the idea here is that he is so evil that by killing his wife to bring out the daughter, he becomes like 100% evil. It's kind of like a Horcrux thing. And he puts part of his soul into his daughter or something. And by becoming like full 100% evil, he can get more power. I have no Isn't idea. Isn't like what so Kurt Russell did in Guardians? Weird. This is supposed to start a franchise. Hey, you know what? I've seen worse attempts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so for some reason, Michael Clark Duncan goes after the main character or whatever, and he almost shoots her or something, and then a whole bunch of angry Thai people just come out and start throwing durians at his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I forgot about that. You mess with Spider Man, you mess with New York. But for this movie, you mess with Chudley, you mess with Bangkok. <laughs> Speaking of, I've actually been to Bangkok. I'm pretty sure I didn't go to any of the parts where they film because it doesn't look anything like Bangkok. Big shock. Yeah. Um, Bangkok, Vancouver. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, there's a whole lot of white people in Bangkok these days. Uh, that, that movie had a $50 million budget somehow. Don't remind me. Uh, so she goes to go. She she goes to see uh, Robin Chu. Be like, oh, I got hurt. That's no fair. And it's okay. He has magical. He has magical Pikachu tears healing power. He just heals one of her wounds. One of her wounds. Fuck! I forgot about that. <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. So we reach the third act, and you realize that every single person involved, not just the actors, but like the cameraman and the director, the senator, and everything, you start to realize it's like halfway through the movie, they stopped wanting to make the movie, but they were like, oh, they're getting paid to do it. I guess we gotta finish yeah, it, you know, like professional here. obligations. And you can really tell everyone just wants to give up. I don't know if the main character did, though, because she doesn't have a soul or a personality, so I don't know if she could possibly have feelings about that. It's always depressing when there's someone looking around like, they're gonna launch a franchise. I'm gonna be in the center of it. And everyone else is like, "Fuck!" Like three more days, and I can go shoot the Marine Four. <laughs> anyway, this is one of those movies where it's so bad that you know it makes you really appreciate the original. I'm not kidding about that. It, it seriously does. Oh, absolutely. Like you go back to it, and you're like, it's not just oh, it came out in 1994. I'm nostalgic for it or something. No, there's a little bit more to it than that. It's the the original has color. The original has you know a sense of joy. There's there's actual funny parts to it. Can you imagine? I mean, there's like way better action. Like I don't even know how that happens, but way better action. The whole thing just feels good. It feels like a like an amusement park ride. It's not sexy necessarily, but it's it's like that. It's a good movie for kids to watch, especially if you're like a kid who's a fan of the games. You know, oh, they got all my favorite characters in there. Like they, I have to say, they did a really good job. They did certainly a better job than this movie ever did. This movie doesn't respect the source material. <laughs> it's another one of those movies where it's based off this property, and you watch it, and you go, "Who is this for?" Fans of the game aren't going to like it. People who like good movies aren't going to like it. Who is this for? I, I can't imagine anyone who would like it. I, I really can't. Why did they pour $18 million into this movie and go, yeah, this is probably good enough? So, that, is the final fight one of the worst final fights you've ever seen in a movie? Oh my god, dude. I'll give this movie one thing. As much as I really do adore that 90s Street Fighter... That is the longest second act I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> the movie cuts back and forth between eight storylines for about an hour and 20 minutes. Here it's like, all right, I'm going to face you, Bison. Oh, shit, he's dead. All right, let's go home. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. And really the best part of the first Street Fighter movie is really just the first act. But uh, And every single Raul Julius scene. Okay, yeah, that too. Every time he monologues while walking around a cardboard city in the shape of a skull. <laughs> He's so good. Now, Parker, can you please explain to me the end credits song? <laughs> I cannot, because the second it cut the credits, I was like, huh, I thought there were still six minutes left, and I shut off HBO Go and did something else. <laughs> so, in a way, you paid money for this. I mean, you can twist my words however you want. I know what I did. I cannot believe it was on HBO Go. Like, who the f Did that come in a package deal? Like... Yeah, sure. You can you can stream Fast and Furious Eight, but you got to carry this too. I mean, that was that was how I ended up seeing Enemies Closer in the first place. So that's fair. See, it's worked twice. Fair now. is. No, I'm not sure if I would do this. But uh, yeah. 
Uh, so um, it it looks like the guy the guy who played Bison played the uh what looks like the main bad guy in Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. That checks so, out. Uh, yeah. He looks exactly like he'd be a Mall Cop villain. S- yeah. Stellar performances all around. Yeah. Uh, just scroll through here. Yeah, this all checks out. This is yeah, he's in some great I shit. See a, I see a lot of directed DVD action, and I see some DC TV. Yep. Yeah. He looks like he'd be a Flash villain. Yeah, pretty and much. And somehow, so. Angels in the Outfield forever ago. That's that's good stuff. Yep, I definitely yeah, seen that movie. Fine. So, Parker. Two episodes <laughs> of The X-Files, yep. yep. <laughs> it's all adding up. Parker, yeah. would you recommend Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, for our good friend Alex? I would absolutely recommend the two-minute YouTube compilation of all of Chris Klein's dialogue. Yeah, definitely do okay. that. It that, should that most do. likely be the opening of this episode. Uh, no, I have an intro in mind, so I'm going to go with that. Mm. But I also can have... it go like somewhere in the middle because the world needs to know. Oh yeah, I mean I'm, I'm going to put it in there somewhere. Okay, but uh, it's all that matters. Yeah, this. Uh... <laughs> oh, this fucking movie. Uh, now a couple other matters of business here. Mm. I bet on Ronda Rousey winning or losing her match at WrestleMania. Not sure why. It was a, it was a sucker deal here. So uh, It sure was. Alright, we just signed the biggest fighter in the world. Let's never lose to Stephanie McMahon, I said out loud. I'd, I'll win this bet. Uh, look, I'm not going to fucking look at it, alright? I didn't even know who she was fighting. I thought she was fighting, like, Conor McGregor. Who the fuck ever? All fighting's the same. Conor McGregor. Had a lot of battles. I've heard. Oh my god! It I think the I think the biggest coaster. one. I think the biggest one is his ongoing battle with cocaine. Get well soon, Connor. I, well soon. Man, he he is he loves cocaine, and you know what? That's fine. Yeah, when you I have guess. a gorillion dollars, you can do all the cocaine you want and never have to fight. Yeah, again. but he's like being hunted by the Irish mob or something. You know, that's why they call him infamous. <laughs> okay, so Parker, do you have a movie in mind to punish me with now that I lost the run around you bet? Do you want to watch a good action movie? I, you pick this it, man. You, you pick it. Do you want to watch action or horror? Let's make it action. Alright, friend. You're going to watch The Raid 2 so I can talk to you about oh, it. Oh, fantastic. Alright. I need you to see it. Boy, I, I'm just And I need an excuse here. to watch it again. I'm just letting you know I'm not going to be this nice to you when I finally win a Oh, I know. Trust me. Yeah. It's, it is a Mexican standoff, <laughs> yeah. and at one point you will fire, and then it will be rabbit season again. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hate me. Uh, Alright, now... Pumpkin Ahead 2 is just sitting here waiting for your supple eyes. <laughs> so, uh, the other matter of business is our movie for next week. So, the idea that I came up with, unless you guys have a better one i would like to see a quiet place we're gonna see it in theaters and mm-hmm. i was thinking about maybe oh, dedicating an episode of the podcast uh parker you cool with that oh it's gonna scare the shit i'm gonna piss my pants <laughs> but yep i'll try not to have a nervous breakdown in the theater because if there's one thing i love it's really really quiet movies with loud jump scares seeing don't breathe on a giant screen very regular had a totally normal reaction didn't embarrass myself <laughs> goddamn fool out of myself (laughs) (laughs) all right it's fine it's fine all right guys we'll see you next week for uh a quiet place bye gangland homicide and i love this job call me nash new year's come early yeah last supper and he serves them their own heads You just inherited a big problem.
Get used to it. We're your new roommates. We spent the last three years of my life chasing around an organization called Shadow those bodies piled up in the harbor. They were the heads of the ruling crime families of Bangkok, correct? Uh-huh, right? And now they're all dead except for one. His name's Bison. I've tracked him through 11 major cities on four continents and never come close, not once. This guy walks through the raindrops. And anybody that's against him is either dead or on their way. Now he's the last man standing. You don't want a ticket to this dance, detective. Of course, it's a front for Chatelau. Bison's bringing crime into the neighborhoods to drive the land value down, and then is buying it back up wholesale. We gotta move on then. Go ahead and guess. How's aggressive working for you? They're protecting her. Forget to pay the rent? Where is everybody? What orders? Hey, wait a minute, Maya. That's it? Get out of here. I never saw you. You too, huh? Charlie Nash, Interpol, hold your fire! Give me a fix on the helicopter leaving my location. Nash out. Tell you. 